Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Husker Cuzcast. We are recording on Wednesday, October 19th. This is your interim host, Justin, still filling in for Patrick as he continues to recover. He wanted me to give you a message this evening, and I quote, Recouping, let the big red machine keep rolling and winning, sending love to Cuzcast listeners, 6-0, baby. Thanks, Tyler, for filling in. And with that, let's bring in Derek and Tyler. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. What's up, boys? All right. So Nebraska started out fast and ended up winning an ugly game at Indiana, which saw a lackluster performance by Tommy Armstrong, which, in which he threw two interceptions. We had penalties and a block punt for a safety. Yeah, it was ugly, but we're still 6-0. and uh, Tyler, what are your thoughts on this game? You know, the, the game actually played out the way I thought it was going to. You know, I was not expecting us to hit on all cylinders in, in injuries we had going into the game. And I think it was right in line with what most of us were thinking. Um, it wasn't the prettiest game. Armstrong struggled worse than I'd like to see, but, you know, we got it done again. It's, it's a big victory for us. Derek, so we started out fast. We had 17 points there in the first quarter, you know, aided by an interception or a pick six, I should say. Uh, what happened? You know, we just, we just did the same thing we seem to be doing all year. We just quit playing ball. Second and third quarters are just not good for us, and – we got we got to figure that out. You mentioned penalties; they 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 piled up again. We got nine of those. Armstrong had five or six in six passes that probably should have been intercepted. Luckily, their secondary can't catch a ball. Uh, defense played good overall, but we still need to learn to get some more pressure on that quarterback with our defensive line. I don't think we can continue to blitz safeties and linebackers every time. Yeah, you know, you guys said it, you know, uh, last week when we gave our predictions, all of us had a close game. Uh, you know, this is an Indiana team that probably isn't really that bad. Uh, as a matter of fact, some of the experts out there had Nebraska losing this game, uh, pegged for the upset. Uh, so, Derek, should fans be concerned by what happened in this game? Uh, I, I really do, especially, like I said, if we can't play full four quarters. Four full quarters, sorry. Uh, Punts continue to be a big concern. We had, Like you said, we had another blocked one this week. We're, we're last in the nation in net punting with only averaging 29 yards per punt. Uh, yeah, I, I think there is some big concern right now. If we start playing some of these bigger teams – it might be tough to keep keep in the game if we can't do something in the second and third quarters. Tyler, what do you think we need to do to get better in the coming weeks as the competition gets better? You know, I mean, I think the two big things that we need to improve on is we got to get healthy. And, you know, Derek, I agree. It'd be nice to play four quarters, and we haven't really done that this year. But we were banged up. I mean, and then we're banged up going into this week. I mean, going into this week, we're out some big players. I mean, right now, questionable is Gates, and Langsdorf doesn't sound confident about him playing. Neville got banged up that game. He was out the first play. So we played that whole game without our first two top tackles. Neville's questionable this week. Westerkamp's questionable again, and I think he's the most key person that we need to get healthy if we're going to win late in the season. And Carter's going to be out again. We're banged up. We're banged up then. So going forward, we've got to get healthy. Second well, thing we got to do is got to be turnovers. 
mean, turnovers, we have got to manage them. We've done a great job this year so far. I mean, we end up even on the turnover differential this week, but Tommy's got to continue to protect the ball like he's been doing this year. Well, you said, uh, you mentioned Seathan Carter. I thought Sam Cotton did a hell of a job backing him up. He made some really key catches, and he just makes things happen. You know, I get it. He's not going to be that tight end that can do the end around and do some of the things uh, that Seathan Carter can do because he's not nearly as left athletic. But he's making some great plays, and I, it, it was wonderful to see. Uh, you know, we've been focusing on all the negatives of this game, you know, because it was an ugly game. Uh, what are some positives that you guys saw out of there? I thought Sam Cotton was a positive. Derek, what did you see as a positive? I, I think the defense played really well. You know, we held them most of the game. I, there was a few times where we kind of gave up a few big plays. But this is a bend-don't-break defense, and it broke a few times. But overall, tackling looked pretty well on most of the plays. And... There seemed, there seemed to be good pressure brought in from some blitz packages. Like I said, though, I would still like to see some pressure brought on from the defensive line. But overall, I think the defense played really well in this game. They did. They really did. Tyler? Derek, I completely agree. I mean, you look at what that defense did. This may have been the best defensive game that I've seen since 2010 when we were in the Big 12. The Black Shirts were great. I mean, in Indiana, give credit where credit's due. Going into the game, they were one of the top offenses in the Big Ten. But the other person I want to shout out, Sam Cobb did play great. Trill Newby. I mean, going into before two weeks ago, did anyone see this guy being a three-down back? No. I mean, he has shown heart. He has ran tougher in the fourth quarter. I mean, he has carried us to victory two straight weeks of the way he's played in the second half. And, I mean, I didn't see that coming from the guy. This kid has played tough. He's played and really carried up when we've had injuries. He's been the playmaker. A great performance by him. Uh, just awesome. And then the Stanley Morgan catch. That was a great adjustment. We made some great plays by our wide receivers, even without Western Camping Carter. So... A lot of great players, a lot of great things. It was a tough victory, but Indiana's a pretty decent ball club. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're, we're 6-0 right now. It took us a bowl game last year just to hit six wins. And uh, you know what? Uh, they lined up six games for us. We won them all. You know, I don't care if we win ugly games the rest of the year as long as we keep winning them. Uh, but next we got to go through Purdue. Uh, Purdue is coming to Lincoln next week, fresh off of firing Daryl Hazel. He went 9-33 and in three-plus seasons. The wide receiver coach, Jared Parker, is going to take the reins just up until Bo Pelini arrives. Uh, what do you guys think about Bo Pelini's name in this hat? I, I like it. I, I think Bo Pelini is a little more entertaining than any of the coaches in the Big Ten West. Yeah. All, all the all, all the coaches in the Big Ten West just bore me. I I don't even like watching their interviews. I'm like, yeah, they give all the right <laughs> answers. I want to see a guy yell at the media. You know, look at Jim Harbaugh in the East there for Michigan. You know, like him or hate him, the guy's entertaining, and I, I think it's fun to watch. I'd like to see a little something of that in the Big Ten West. Well, I just think his. Uh... All that stuff grew old on Nebraska real quick, and I think it left such an impression. I can't see any uh, 
any team in Division One is certainly a Power Five school, giving him a chance. I don't think he's grown up enough. You saw what he did at Youngstown State last year. I don't know, Tyler. What do you think? You know, I I think he'll get another shot eventually if he wants it. I I don't know what motivates Bo, but I do know that he will never coach at a big time program. I could see a school like Purdue taking a flyer on him because he did have some success at Nebraska. And God, if they won nine games a year, in a season, that'd be the best season they've had in fifteen years. So that'd be great for him. Um, I, you know, the Big Ten is not his conference. He defense did not translate very well to the Big Ten. Um, I, I think he, his next job should be a job like Kansas or Iowa State. That's where I could see Bo really fitting in. But yeah, to Derek's point, all power to him. He left me a little bruised the way he left and the way he treated the fans. But if he gets another big-time job, I'd love to get some revenge on him for a sucking yeah. opponent that, or program down for seven years. Absolutely. you know. And if we did get the Purdue job, at least we know that's one team we can definitely run on. So uh, we all know what happened last year when uh, we went to Purdue. Uh, this year they're in Lincoln. Uh Derek, what is it about this Purdue team that could challenge Nebraska this year? Well, you know, <laughs> really, really, I don't think there's a whole lot. They do have a good passing attack. They're averaging 305 and a half yards per game, which is 19th nationally, which is, I mean, that's good. That's very respectable. But their efficiency is not there. They're 107th in the nation pass efficiency. Uh, overall, it, Purdue's just not a good team still. And they're proving it after they just fired their coach. So yeah. I it's 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 gonna be a hard game to get up for, I think. It's a game that we should win pretty big. Tyler, do you see it the same? Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, this defense we're going against is not good. In the first half of games, they have given up over seven point three yards per carry. That is terrible. Um, you know, this is a game I see is coming out. Um, they don't do much in throwing They do have a good passing attack, but most of that's come in garbage time of game. They've been down so much, they've had to chuck the ball over. You know, we're going to be able to run the ball, but I also see this as a game where Tommy Armstrong can get some rhythm back. I see him having a pretty big game. Um, the only thing that threatens us is ourselves. You know, the meet, the coaches and the players have all been talking about revenge and, you know, fighting and getting up for the worst outing they've had uh, last season. And, you know, I, I I can't entirely believe them because I know what's coming next. I have my eyes set on Wisconsin and Ohio State, and I just got to believe it'd be really easy for the players to be a little bit overlooked in this game. Well, so Indiana has David Blau, the quarterback there. Uh, he's thrown for a lot of yards, a lot of picks. Uh, he shows moments that he's really good and moments that he's really bad. So he's pretty inconsistent. But should Nebraska be concerned about him at least? I, you know, yes, yes and no. If he, if he has a good game, then we probably should be concerned a little bit. But I think our secondary is proven with the lockdown U that they're pretty good too. And I think they will pick them off a few times in this game. 
And, ba and, and you know, I agree. Lockdown U is in full effect. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, just to bring up a little, uh, you were talking about how bad Purdue's defense is. They, they're giving up 264 yards per game rushing, which is 124 out of 128 teams. I mean, their defense is bad. And, and they're giving up big chunk plays, too. So I, I expect to see Nebraska run the ball a lot in this game. So with the injuries... No, I, and oh, go ahead. No, I was say, but Derek, you mentioned lockdown. You practice reports coming out today. Lamar Jackson just had his best practice as a Husker. Chris Jones has been a stud for us all year. The the Williams boys have both been great. Nate Gary's obviously been a star. Our secondary is as good as I've seen it in years. Uh, I I think the quarterback's gonna be in for a long day trying to throw the ball. Well, I hope so. I hope uh, Nebraska comes out comes out swinging, gives the. Uh, uh, gives a great game for the fans. And uh, we got a couple of uh, big recruits in the stands. Uh, Tyler, can you tell us about those? Yeah, I mean, we got a couple big-time recruits in town. You know, we have the number one athlete in the country, a kid named Greg Johnson. Uh, he's out of California. He's currently committed to Arizona, but he also well, is Joseph Lewis, who's that five-star wide receiver, uh, who's been on campus three different times. Huge get for Nebraska. we got to get him. Uh, Greg Johnson, obviously number one athlete, would be a huge get to, uh, to be icing on the cake to help close the deal. And we also have another uh, current commit out of Cal, um, a four-star wide receiver, Tariq Johnson. You know, I know we've had a lot of wide receivers on campus, but we need three to five, five wide receivers this class to really fill out our roster and you know, right now we only got two, and so until some of the other shoes fall, another four-star wide receiver probably wouldn't hurt too much. No, let's certainly hope it. We could definitely use the depth there. Uh, but now it is time for our picks. Derek, give us a recap of last week. Well, last week, uh, Tyler, I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. You're just maybe it's time to retire on the picks. You're, you went three <laughs> and four last week, and six and seven overall. Justin and I, we both went six and one. Both losses coming off different games, but we ended up tying. And then uh, overall, Justin, you're twenty six and nineteen. I'm at thirty and fifteen. Take it. All right. Well, let's get into the picks. Uh, we got number two, Ohio State at Penn State. Uh, Penn State is getting nineteen and a half points. Tyler. You know, Penn State's coming off of a bye. Uh, you know, they've had a pretty decent season, uh, born to they're it's in happy Valley. That's a lot of points to be given up. Ohio state wins the game. I don't think they cover that spread. Derek. Well, I, I don't know about the spread, but I, I think Ohio state does win this fairly big. They're just a better team. Penn state's not good. Yeah. Penn state, they're coming off a bye. They destroyed Maryland in their last outing 38, 14, but no way. OSU stumbles. But I think PSU keeps it close. Uh, next game, we have number 10, Wisconsin at Iowa. Line on this game is three and a half. Wisconsin. Tyler. You know, I hope this game goes in a quadruple overtime and it's an old smash mouth Big Ten game and leaves Wisconsin bruised and bad. You nice. know, last year, Iowa went up into Wisconsin and won 10 to 6. Close physical game. 
I think Wisconsin gets revenge this year. I think they go down to Iowa City. They win a close physical game. I like Wisconsin in this game. Uh, you know, I, I was not the team they were last year. They're they're way worse than they were last year. They just gave up a bunch of points to Purdue after taking a thirty-five to seven lead. I, Wisconsin wins this game. They just found their offense, and see at least it seems against a, a against a way better defense at at Ohio State. I, I think Wisconsin wins this game pretty handily. Yeah, I mean, for one, I am shocked that the line is actually this close. You know, I get it. It's at Iowa. But, you know, Derek, you're right. Uh, it appears Wisconsin found their offense. I don't like Iowa at all in this game. This is the lock of the week. Take Wisconsin. It gets us to our third uh, and final Big Ten game, Indiana at Northwestern. Northwestern's one-and-a-half-point favorites. Tyler. Yeah, I think this is in line to be a really close ball game. Uh Northwestern started the season really, really rough, but they rebounded the last couple weeks with a road win at Iowa City and a road win at Michigan State. Jordan Jackson, uh, their running back, leads the Big Ten in rushing. He's a good running back. We've seen both teams play. I think Indiana passes the IA ball test just a little bit more. I like Indiana winning a very close game against Northwestern. Hmm. Well, I, I disagree. I I think the only reason that game was close for Indiana this week was because Nebraska shot themselves in the foot so often. I, they didn't look that good. They didn't look that good to me. They really didn't. Northwestern, I thought, looked better against us than Indiana did. And I, I think Northwestern's probably the better team overall. I got I, I, Northwestern win this game, especially at home. Yeah, Indiana, they played tough last week. But Northwestern, they've gone on the road the last two weeks against MSU, Michigan State, and Iowa. And uh, I think they get it done at home here. Northwestern wins. Uh, now we go to the SEC. We have number six, Texas A&M, at number one, Alabama. Alabama's 19-point favorites in this uh, top ten matchup. You know, you mentioned my crap pick last week, and this is probably <laughs> the biggest turd of the ball. You know, I thought Bama was going to stumble on the road to Knoxville. That didn't happen. Alabama's been rolling this year. They've been beating opponents by 30.4 yards, uh, 30.4 points a game. They've looked fantastic. A&M does, does uh, propose some problems for them. They have a lot of rushing yards. They're averaging 270 yards a game uh, on the ground. They have the best zone read offense that Bama's seen since that uh, infamous kick six game against Auburn. They do pose threats, but... I ain't picking against Bama like two weeks in a row. Bama <laughs> wins this game, especially at home. I do think they stumble this year, not this week. Smart move. Derek? Well, it, it is possible that stumble, or Bama stumbles this year, but look, A&M has no defense. They have one of the worst defenses in the country, giving up 437.5 yards per game. Their, their defense is not good, and, and Alabama moves the ball well. This, I get he's a freshman quarterback, and chances are he's going to stumble at some point. But I don't see it happening against this bad defense. And uh, I, I think Bama wins. They may not cover, but I, I do think Bama wins. Yeah, uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, the freshman quarterback in Alabama, they've just been rolling all season long. Uh, you talked about the point differential, Tyler. Uh, to add to that, you know, outside of a five-point win against Ole Miss – 
Nobody has come within 19 points. And by the way, four of those opponents were uh, in the top 25. Alabama rolls in this one. That brings us to our final pick for the week. It's uh, number 17, Arkansas at 21, Auburn. Uh, Auburn is favored by 10. You know, Auburn's playing at home. Uh, their freshman running back, uh, Cameron Petaway, he's a stud. Uh, their quarterback, uh, Sean White, has been completing 70% of his passes since that opening week loss against Clemson. You know, Justin, I know you just mentioned they Alabama beat four teams in the top 25. Well, that's because every team in the SEC makes the top 25. Arkansas <laughs> is no good. Auburn's maybe a little bit better, and Auburn wins this game. They cover the spread. They win big at home. I, I disagree a little bit. I, I, I don't know that Auburn's better. They really haven't beat anybody. Their biggest win is LSU, and LSU is not near as good as what we thought. Hell, they already fired their coach, too. So I I just don't see where Auburn's that great. I, they don't seem to be that good of a team this year. I think Arkansas comes out the win here. Wow, that's interesting. I like it. Sort of, just because you took it. Uh, I like. I actually like <laughs> Auburn's defense in this game. Uh, I think Bielema keeps it interesting up to the fourth, but Auburn gets the win. So now, for everybody's favorite part of the show, score predictions. We got Purdue at uh, coming to Lincoln. We're number eight, 24-point favorites. Tyler, what's your score prediction? That 24 points is a lot of points to cover this game. You know, I think we're going to come out. We're not going to be 100% this game. I do think Tommy's going to have a pretty good game. We win. We win 34-13. Look, Nebraska wins this game. They're not going to cover. 24 points is hard to cover, as you said, Tyler. Uh, But we will win pretty big. I got to win 41-20. Well, you know, uh, you mentioned Tommy Armstrong having a good game. I hope he does have a great game. I would love to see him and some of the other starters out there, since we're so dinged up, actually get a break in the second half to rest up before Wisconsin. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with this Purdue team with the new head coach, uh, but I I like Nebraska forty-five to twenty-four. So uh, that's going to wrap it up from us tonight. Uh, remember to follow the Husker Cuzcast on Twitter and Podbean. Friend us on Facebook, send us questions or comments, and, re- and remember to participate in the weekly score prediction contest on our Facebook page. On behalf of Derek and Tyler, we want to thank everybody for listening, and we'll do it again next Wednesday. And as always, go Big Red. Go Big Red.